Welcome to the Chant School Podcast, where we learn to sing the ancient chants of the Catholic Church. The Chant School Podcast is a production of Floriani, a men's vocal ensemble dedicated to serving the church and saving the culture through the beauty of sacred music. I'm Thomas. I'm Giorgio. We are members of Floriani and your hosts for the Chant School Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Chant School Podcast, and happy St. John's Eve. Today is the eve of the Feast of the Nativity of St. John the Baptist, and this day after sunset is often or traditionally celebrated as St. John's Eve, starting at sunset on the 23rd of June. And we're celebrating uh, the birth of St. John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus, who was born six months before Jesus was born. And today is six months before Christmas, so that's why we celebrate this today. And it's also, roughly speaking, the summer solstice, so the longest day of the year. And as St. John the Baptist said, he must increase and I must decrease. So from the feast of St. John the Baptist, and as we get closer to the feast of Christmas, the length of the days decreases as we anticipate the coming of Christ. Pretty cool. So today we're going to learn a hymn for the Feast of the Nativity of St. John the Baptist, and it's one that you may not uh, have heard of before, but we'll tell you about it after we sing it here for you. Ut queant laxis, so that your servants may, with all their voice, sing your wonderful feats, clean the blemish off our tainted lips, St. John. An angel came from high heaven, or Olympus, to foretell your great birth to your father, spelling your name and your fate. He doubted these divine promises and was deprived of speech. But when you were born, he recovered the voice he had lost. Still trapped in your mother's bosom, you felt the king's presence in the maternal womb. Prophet, even before birth, this mystery you revealed to your parents. Glory be to the Father and to the begotten Son. Glory as well to you, the Holy Spirit, worthy companion of theirs, one God, for now and ever. Amen. Ut que ant laxis resonare fibris, mira gestorum, famulitorum, solve poluti labireatum, sancte Nuncius celso veniens olimpo, te patrimanium fore nasciturum, nomen et vites seriem gerende,
Great. So as I mentioned, uh, this may not be a familiar hymn to to most anybody, uh, but if you've studied music theory, you have almost certainly heard of it, and I'll explain why. So this hymn was written in the 8th century by Paul the Deacon, and uh, if we go a couple hundred years into its life, back in the year 1000, there was a Benedictine monk named Guido of Arezzo, and he was writing about and teaching music in Italy. And as a teacher, he wanted to help his students learn new music more quickly and effectively. A good goal. Uh, And at that time, all music was taught by rote. So sort of like we're doing, it would be through call and response or, you know, through through, uh, learning it by ear. You would hear the melodies and you would learn them that way. And uh, Guido realized that having a standard way of writing and referring to notes would be incredibly helpful. at that time, the the notes of Gregorian chant, the neumes, uh, the any markings that they had were essentially just um, memory devices, and they would show the shape of a melody and certain types of figures uh, as little uh, symbols written above the text of the chant. And uh, if you already know the chant, as as these these monks would know these all by memory, those would be helpful. But if you were trying to learn a melody, they're not as helpful. Um, sometimes a single staff line was used so that you could tell how high or low a note was based on its height above or below the staff line. But even that's still not um, part- super helpful. And Guido wanted to help the poor young monks struggling to learn the thousands of chants they had to learn, uh, even if they had never heard the chant before. So when they first enter the monastery, is there a way that you can be shown the chants and maybe even learn them on your own? Uh, so he created a system or a, uh, that had not been used before. He created a staff of four lines, sort of like uh, you might see in our chant notation now. And one was colored yellow for C, and one was colored red for F. And not only that, um, but he noticed something really useful in a well-known chant that we're about to learn, ut quaint laxis. If you consider the, if you look at the first note of each phrase, you can see a pattern. Each phrase starts on the next consecutive note of the scale or the hexachord. So Guido figured that if each note in the scale had a name and a position on the staff you could refer to, you could learn what all the different intervals sounded like and looked like, and you could sing chants you've never heard before, sight singing. 
So, uh, what to call these notes? Well, Guido decided to name them based on the syllable that was being sung in this hymn to St. John the Baptist. The first note he called ut, ut quaint laxis. Then re, for resonare fibris. Then mi, mi, for the first syllable of mira gestorum. Then fa, for famuli tuorum. Then sol, for solve polluti. And finally, la. So taken together, these six are the first six uh, notes of, of a scale. And uh, we do have a seventh note, which was eventually named C, S-I, for the initials for Sancte Ioannes, that is St. John. So these uh, syllables are what we now call solfege, although ut has been replaced with do, and that's a little more open and easier to sing than ut. And in many places, we, we call that seventh, uh, seventh note T and not C. So this is the origin of solfege, which has been uh, an extremely important feature in the history of music. And of course, as we all know, uh, this culminated in 1956, when Rodgers and Hammerstein composed the most important piece of music ever written, Do Adir. And that would not have been possible without Guido of Arezzo. Uh, anyway, uh, this ancient hymn in the hands of Guido of Arezzo um, occupies a little talked about but integral place in the development of Western music and our ability to learn chant quickly and easily. Um, so let's learn the hymn and um, maybe use this as an incentive or reminder to work on your solfege. Now, there are actually something like 13 verses to this to this hymn, if you go look up the text, and I'll include all of those in the notes for the show. We are just going to do the five verses that I sang at the beginning. Uh, and we'll work through the pronunciation for those verses first, and once you know those, you should be able to add as many verses as you choose. Ut queant laxis, resonare fibris, mira gestorum, Famuli tuorum, solve polluti labii reatum, sancte Ioannes. Nuncius celso, veniens Olimpo, te patri magnum fore nasciturum, nomen et vite seriem gerende, ordine promit, ili promisi, dubius superni, perdidit prompte, modulos loquele, sed reformasti genitus perempte, organa vocis. Ventris obstruso recubans cubili, senseras regem thalamo manentem, hinc parens nati meritis uterque abdita pandit, sit decus patri geniteque proli, et tibi Compar utriusque virtus, spiritus semper, Deus unus 
omni temporis evo. Amen. All right, let's learn the melody. Utque andlaxis Utque andlaxis Resonare fibris Resonare fibris Mira gestorum Mira gestorum Famulitorum Famulitorum Go from the beginning. Utque ant laxis resonare fibris mira gestorum famulitorum. Going on. Solve polluti, solve polluti, labire atum, labire Sancte Johannes, Sancte Johannes, from Solve, Solve polluti labire atum. Sancte Johannes. From the beginning. Utque ant laxis resonare fibris mira gestorum. Famulitorum solve polluti labire atum Sancte Johannes. Before we move on to the second verse, there are two intervals here to pay attention to and to practice. Uh, one of them is from tuorum to solve. Rum sol. You're going from re to sol, and that's a perfect fourth. Re sol. 
And then the second one is just uh, two words later from poluti. We're going from re to la. And that's a perfect fifth. Those are the big jumps in the piece and, um, again, need to be perfect to sound good. So practice those. All right, verse two, slightly longer phrases. Nuncius celso veniens olimpo. Nuncius celso veniens olimpo. Te patrimanium forenasiturum. Te patrimanium forenasiturum. No man at vite seriam gerende. No man at vite seriam gerende. Let's go back and sing from Fore Nasciturum. Fore nasciturum, nomen et vitae, seriem gerende. Ordine promit. All right. One interval I forgot to mention is... In that second verse, on the words, et vitae. And that's the opposite of our ascending fourth from re to sol. It's a descending fourth from sol to re. No man et vitae, vitae. Again, worth, worth practicing. Ile promisi dubius superni perdidit prompte modulos loquele. Ile promisi dubius superni perdidit prompte modulos loquele. Sed reformasti genitus peremte organa vocis. Sed reformasti genitus peremte Organa vocis. All right, let's try verse four all the way through. 
Ventris obstrusore cubans cubili, senseras regem, talamomanentem, hinc parens nati, Meritis uterque, abdita pandit. Ventris obstrusore cubans cubili, senseras regem. Talamomanentem, hinc parens nati, meritis uterque, abdita pandit. And for good measure, let's just sing through verse 5 together once. Sit decus patri geniteque proli, et tibi compar, utriusque virtus, spiritus semper, Deus unus omni temporis sevo. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning this, this hymn to St. John the Baptist. He's one of only a few saints, by the way, to have uh, multiple feast days, and in particular a feast day celebrating his birth. This is a nativity feast and not a uh, death feast, although we celebrate that as well with his decapitation in August. Uh, so let's celebrate this more joyful feast uh, by singing this hymn in his honor. Um, and it's traditionally sung at Vespers, so you could sing this uh, on the evening, uh, you know, the night before or on the feast day itself. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Chant School Podcast. We hope you are enjoying it. We hope that you'll leave us a review and share this with someone that you know. And we'll see you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining us on the Chant School Podcast. For more information, check out our show notes for PDFs or links to the chants that we've sung today and any other resources that are relevant. And uh, head over to our website, floriani.org, for more information. If you guys are Instagram users, you can also look us up at Floriani Sacred Music and listen to some of our tunes that we post on there. Thanks very much. God bless. See you later.